The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome to episode 794 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Applebaum. What's going on, everyone? Happy Monday. We start a new week here, the final week in March. Before you know it, it's going to be April. We're going to have some MLB later this week. I cannot wait. MLB season uh, kicks off, I believe, what is it, on Thursday? I think that's the Red Sox opener. Uh, but a lot to get to today, guys. Uh, we do, I do have a, a five-pack for you here today. I have three bets in the NHL, two bets in the NBA. So, of course, there's no college basketball tonight. Sadly, uh, we will have some college hoops tomorrow, though, which is nice. Uh, a little bit of NIT uh, with a couple of our favorite teams going head-to-head. Utah Valley, UAB, uh, Wisconsin, North Texas. So we'll have some plays most likely for tomorrow. Obviously, we'll have to wait uh, until Saturday uh, for... Um, uh, for the NCAA tournament to return for the Final Four. And who had FAU, San Diego State, Miami, Florida, Connecticut? I mean, who had that? I, I doubt anyone did. Uh, this was a weird year. None, like, no one seeds made it. No two seeds made it. Uh, we do have some great games here to break down, so we'll have an early sharp report for you uh, coming back at the end of the pod, along with our five-pack, of course. Uh, and then looking back toward the weekend, guys. So last time we talked, Friday, 2-3, and three, minus 1.54 units. We had Texas on the money line. We got the Dallas under, which was a nice one. I uh, had to sweat that one quite a bit. Couldn't get the Devils. Uh, Houston laying 7.5. Oh, my God. Losing outright. Sharps attack. The public got the last laugh on that one. You know how I always say, walk into a bar, everyone's uh, you know sweating the, uh, the popular play. Well, popular play came through there uh, with Houston, sadly, uh, bowing out there. Even though I think we beat the closing line. I think Houston closed minus 7. Sacramento under 239. That thing flew way over. Uh, Saturday, 1-1 one one in UFC biting. Uh, couldn't get Nachukwi. Nachukwu. Uh, I thought we might get lucky there because uh, he actually turned it on late. Uh, but it was a split decision, went against us. Did get Sandhagen, though. Sandhagen came up bigly. Uh, that guy's an absolute animal. But you know what the highlight of my weekend was? Uh, two highlights. One, South Carolina women. Uh, anyone notice South Carolina women are now in the Final Four? We got them at minus 145 on the pod. An epic data-driven play. I think they're getting, what, 
20% bets, but like 50% of the money. So we only need uh, two more wins here for our South Carolina women's uh, hoops here uh, national title. But really the, the coup de gras, the best play of the weekend, you look in, you look at the, the Everything Guide to Sports Betting, which is a very uh, awesome and famous book, I might add. Uh, and if you look up what reverse line movement looks like, you're then going to see a picture of Florida Atlantic getting it done bigly against Kansas State over the weekend. Uh, that was just an epic play, and this is why I always mention, hey, check out the Sharp Reports. I write them every single day, even when uh, I have the weekend off, which uh, I was pretty busy doing yard work and then had to go uh, open a registry for our wedding. So um, one of the most tedious, annoying things in the world, but got to do it to make the fiancé happy. So I'm at Crate and Barrel, uh, you know, doing a registry, taking forever here, although my fiancé said, you know what, you can add a – she's trying to work on a Home Depot registry. I'm like, okay, there we go. That's a little bit more my style. Uh, but anyway, I couldn't watch all the games this weekend, but – FAU, hope you read the Sharp Report. Absolute epic reverse line move. They're only getting 12% of bets. Everybody and their mother on K-State, especially after what Noel did, uh, just putting the team on his backs, you know, uh, was it, um, snap, not snapping his ankle, but ankle sprain and still coming in, uh, getting that win the previous game. Uh, but FAU was the perfect example of a reverse line move because that opened uh, minus 2 K-State. K-State was getting 88% of bets, just a huge contrarian play, but also it was that RLM in favor of FAU flipping uh, down to 1.5 or even some shops at 1. So that was another Ken Palm sound the alarm. Woo, woo! I know Maureen Chase had FAU against K-State, but that was really uh, kind of just the, the, every once in a while or you know, had, uh, you kind of uh, have a perfect breakdown of a game and then it comes through for you. So it was pretty nice to see FAU coming up bigly for the team. I was actually, I'm in, uh, I'm in a group chat with all my buddies uh, and they're pretty much, one one kid I is a good friend of mine, he's, he's pretty decent at betting. Uh, the rest of my group chat friends, they're all public bettors. They're all like, I'm taking K-State. They don't know that much about betting. I'm like, why are you taking him? He's like, oh, because Noel's awesome, and it's a short number. I'm like, well, the Sharps are coming in FAU. Line's going against them. So open up some eyes with some, with some of my buddies that said, you know me. I'm a stubborn contrarian, data-driven better. That was an FAU play all day. But FAU highlight of the weekend uh, as they uh, now continue to advance here in the Final Four. So uh, turning the page here, guys, big day ahead. Let's see if we can start off our week on a hot note. As I mentioned, five-pack today. No basketball whatsoever, uh, but three NHL, two NBA. I do have a couple win, uh, not win totals, but divisional odds in Major League Baseball. Two that we've already hit or mentioned, and then I'm adding one more here. Uh, and then I will finish up the pod here with an early final four sharp report. Just letting you know what's going on across the market. There's one game so far that's catching my eye here. A dog with a little bit of liability if you kind of read between the lines based on the juice uh, and the way the line uh, has kind of moved thus far. So a lot to get to on episode 794. A reminder before we dive into all of our sweats here, if you haven't done it yet, Sign up for the VEASAN newsletter. Just go to VEASAN.com slash newsletter, plug in your email, hit submit, and then you'll be on the uh, email list, and you'll wake up every single morning to fantastic sports betting coverage, letting you know what's going on in particular at VEASAN, but of course across the betting market as well. Uh, Unlikely pairings, that was the title of today's newsletter, looking at the Final Four. So Dave Tooley has some updates, Zachary Cohen, my new colleague here, has some great write-ups. I have my early sharp report, Greg Hoops has his uh, newest podcast here. We have links to all of our picks at a glance page, uh, as well as Greg Hoops looking toward MLB, which our MLB betting guide is now out. So uh, a lot of great coverage today, as well as promos for legal sports books, links to all of our podcasts. Again, take advantage. The promos for legal sports books are huge. They want your business. You want to shop for the best line. Find the better juice price. Find an extra half point here on a dog or uh, on a total. So uh, give it a shot. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Uh, or sorry, slash newsletter. And then if you're looking to take that next step in your sports betting journey, you're using all the free resources at VEASAN, you're, you're doing pretty decent, you're saying, hey, I want to take my game to the next level. Well, 
we can we can help you there as well. Become a member, a pro member. Beeson.com slash subscribe. We have a great promo right now, only 19 bucks. It's our final four and MLB intro offer. That 19 bucks is gonna get you a full month of service, all the best bet picks sent to your email across all the different sports multiple times a day, a live stream of all the VEASAN shows, as well as those all those great articles beyond the paywall from our team of analysts and writers. And then, of course, those great DraftKings percentages letting you know that only 12% of bets are on FAU, but the line's going in their favor. So uh, one of my favorite parts of the VEASAN membership as well. Then lastly, get on Twitter. I uh, just saw Lamar Jackson blew up Twitter because uh, he just, uh, uh, I think, um, you know, officially requested a trade. So let's see what happens with Lamar Jackson. I think uh, the Colts are the betting favorite to make a play for Jackson. Uh, so we'll see what uh, we'll see what the Colts can do here if they need a QB and they can make it work with Jackson. But anyway, Twitter is where we stay plugged into a real-time market, constantly moving, changing, and evolving. And Twitter is our lifeline to breaking news and finding it out first. So make sure you're on Twitter. Follow at VEASAN Live. You can follow me at Josh underscore Insights. You can always create a gambling community, which is what I love, uh, being able to direct message people and talk about different plays. And you know, maybe uh, somebody you DM helps you win a bet. You know, Down the road a week later, uh, you help them win a bet. Uh, again, we're not here to, to, to crush the books and, and, and defeat the books. No, we're actually with the books as contrarian bettors. We're uh, just looking to beat our, our opponent in our bet. If we're on a dog, we're trying to beat the favorite. If we're on an over, we're trying to beat the under. That's the way I look at sports betting, not to crush the books, because uh, you realize that the books in the end always win. So you want to be with the books, not against them. Uh, but anyway, guys, a lot to get to today. As I mentioned, let's dive right in. Uh, to our sweats for today. Let's go to the NHL. So I know the NHL has been a little bit erratic here just because sometimes uh, you get to the end of a season and there's like 10 games left and just really kind of weird wonky things can happen. So I've been kind of dialing back my uh, uh, my uh, NHL bets here a little bit, but I looked at today's slate. And I think there's some pretty good value here across the board. So let's just dive right into a few of them. First one on the board for me, I'm going to take a shot on the New Jersey Devils, baby. Give me the Devils in this spot. Devils are on the road at the New York Islanders. That's a big game here as these teams are uh, battling um, for the last playoff spot. Currently, the Islanders have the number one wild card spot. Actually, Jersey, I, I, I got that wrong. They've uh, already clinched their, uh, their playoff spot. They're number two in the Metro. But either way, two good teams facing off. And what have we seen across the market? Line movement to the Devils, guys. I'm going back to the Devils. They let me down on Friday. Uh, see if they can uh, come up for us bigly tonight. But they opened around a very short minus 120 road favorite at the aisle. Now they've been bet up two round minus 125, minus 130. So pretty decent line movement in favor of the Devils. They would match a road favorite off a win, 157 and 90 this year, 64%. A rested road division favorite. So if you have had at least two days between your last game and this game, you're on the road, you're favored, you're in the division. 67 and 34, 66% with a 7% ROI. So a couple good system matches there. Uh, you also have the Islanders, uh, who have lost two straight, struggling a bit here. Uh, Devils uh, just snapped a two-game skid uh, with a big win here over Ottawa over the weekend. But aside from the line movement and the betting systems, uh, offensively, big advantage for the Devils. They're averaging 3.5 goals a game versus just three for the Isles. Uh, they're both allowing but pretty much the same defensively, 2.7 goals a game. But better power play, uh, 21% versus 16%. Uh, PK is about the same, 82%, but the Devils are one of the best road teams in the NHL. 26-6-4, and, and they're 32-19 and 19 as a favorite. The Isles, just 15-22 and 22 as a dog. So kind of jumped out to me as a maybe good, a good buy-low spot on a decent number on the Devils after they had kind of a, a tough stretch there, but hopefully getting off to a, a little bit of a, a hot streak against a team that is kind of really struggling here with the Islanders. So I'm taking a shot on the Devils. Pretty good line move, good system matches. I'm on the Devils. At minus 125. Uh, keep on cruising. Next play here. 
Taking a shot on the Seattle Kraken. You guys don't typically hear me uh, bet too many favorites in the NHL. It's tough because one favorite, or sorry, uh, bet too many dogs, I should say. I bet a lot of favorites. It was a slip of the tongue there, Freudian slip. Uh, but anyway, uh, hockey is a chalk sport. Uh, we had an epic year last year because chalk, I think it was like 65%. It was just ridiculous. This year, it's a little bit less. I think it's like 60%. So that's the difference between an epic year and a year where, you know, you're slightly grinding out a profit. So it's much been harder this year because dogs have barked a little bit louder. But it's always tough for me because all my system matches are great over the last five years, and they pretty much highlight uh, favorites. So when you see a favorite, uh, a, uh, basically a sharp dog move, it's like, okay, I got a good line move, but I'm going against the grain. Well, sometimes there's a dog that just gets hit and hit and hit and hit, and there's really no buyback here. And when you see that happen, uh, especially on a really good road team, to me it's a worthwhile play. So what I'm talking about is the Seattle Kraken. Release the Kraken. Uh, release the Kraken. I should put a little more oomph into it. But anyway, give me Seattle here. Uh, I got Seattle at plus 110. Uh, now they're all down to at least uh, some books like plus 105. So shop around, try to get as much plus money as you can. But this one really just popped out to me because you had Minnesota uh, opening tonight against Seattle as, as high as like a minus 130, minus 140 home favorite. And now Minnesota's all the way down to minus 115. So we're basically inching and plummeting almost toward a pick em play right here. So it tells me a lot of respected money has coming on Seattle going from as high as plus 125 now down to plus 105. Again, shop around. This is what, I talk, what I'm talking about, having multiple outs. Like I see a plus 102, a plus 105. I see a plus 110. Again, it may not seem like a big deal, but if you're betting sports every day like we are, you extrapolate that over a big sample. That can really be a difference at the end of the year for multiple units won or lost or given up or forfeited or taken advantage of. So again, in this situation, you want to find that plus 108, plus 110, not that plus 105, plus 104. So uh, anyway, uh, you do have that steam move here, non-division steam, uh, two teams, two different divisions, take the team getting the big money. That system is 350 and 243, 59% this year. Uh, you also look at Seattle, uh, kind of like the Devils, one of the best road teams in the NHL this year. They're 24, 9, and 4 on the road. They have the better offense, 3.5 goals game versus 3. Um, and you just saw, uh, actually, um, Minnesota, uh, let me get this right here. Their last game uh, of a four-game road trip. That's what I meant to say with the uh, with the Kraken. So it's a four-game trip. It's their last game. They're two and one so far uh, so far on the trip. So they played pretty well in this spot. So I'm gonna take a shot on the on Seattle again. I don't bet too many dogs, but when you give me a dog that is checking off a lot of boxes and gets steamed bigly, plus 125 all the way down to plus 105. Yeah, you're not getting the best of the number, but I am with a really sharp move, and I'm still getting some plus money. So I'm taking a shot here on Seattle. Got them plus 110 this morning. Uh, now we're looking at Seattle uh, around plus 105 here. But give me the Kraken. Uh, last play for you. Uh, I'm going to take a shot on the Florida Panthers. Panthers are on the road at Ottawa. This is a game that kind of caught my eye earlier in the day. But then we didn't really see uh, much movement. And then uh, I do the morning bets pod. Then I take a nap. Uh, then I, I wake up. I get, give Metal Pup a short walk. Get my day started. And I, I uh, basically uh, close my laptop, open it up. Uh, this morning, uh, around 10 a.m., I'm like, what is going on? Huge steam here in favor of Florida. So Florida got absolutely hammered here. I guess it was a little bit later, I mean, like maybe like 11 o'clock. Um, but to me, I want to get behind this big Florida steam. Uh, Florida on the road at Ottawa. They opened right around minus 130 on the road. Now they're all the way up to minus 145, minus 150. So a ton of steam hitting Florida. Uh, they match quite a few systems here. A rested road division favorite. That's that same one as the Devils play, 66%, 7% ROI. A road favorite versus a non-playoff team from the previous year. 
154 and 84 this year, 65%. Then the big one is a road favorite sweet spot play. If you're a road favorite between minus 150 and minus 200, you're 95 and 43 this year, 69%, 14 units won, 10% ROI. It's been a really good angle uh, all season long. Also, think you're kind of buying low on Florida. They've lost three straight games, and they need to keep uh, keep playing well here because uh, they're fighting for the last wild card spot. Actually, both teams are. Uh, you have Florida uh, three points back. Uh, Ottawa actually not that close here, uh, but it's really imperative for Florida uh, to win these games. And if they want to make the, uh, the, uh, the the playoffs, they got to really play well here down the stretch. So I think there's some some pressure, some motivation on Florida, especially after three losses. Got to get back in the green. Uh, Ottawa, by the way, just 12 and 25 as a dog. And I am banking on the better offense of Florida, averaging 3.5 goals a game versus 3.2. Then just a little added bonus, Jacob Chikrin who's a stud young defenseman Ottawa picked up at the deadline. He's injured. So one of your best deadline acquisitions is going to miss this game. So I think that's a uh, big detriment here to Ottawa. So I'm going to take a shot on Florida uh, on the road. Good steam move here. Good system matches. I'm on Florida at minus 145. Uh, so three bets here tonight. Can we get two or more? I'm on the Devils minus 125. I'm on Seattle now plus 105 and now Florida at minus 145. Uh, there you have it for the first half of the pod here, now in the books. We got a lot more to get to. Got to get re-entry Monday, getting back into the swing of things. Hope everyone had a great weekend. Sun is shining. It's finally starting to feel like spring uh, in the outskirts of Boston here. But we got more to get to. I told you I had a five-pack. We just hit three NHL. Now I'm going to give you two NBA, uh, including a MVP matchup. I'm going to give you the updated MVP odds. I'm going to give you some good news, some, uh, some bad news here. But a total aside in the NBA tonight, as well as... Uh, three futures in the MLB, divisional uh, divisional futures here that I've gotten down on. And I'm going to give you an update here on the final four and kind of treat it like a football weekend with you know a full week here or almost pretty much a full week until the game starts. So we'll kind of see where the early move is and we'll kind of try to anticipate where we think this thing is going to go. But do not go anywhere. Going to finish up strong. Back at it on a big Monday, episode 794 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast with me, your buddy, your host, the guy you grind and sweat with. In the arena, approaching betting from a sharp, data-driven, contrarian angle, your buddy Josh Applebaum. Stick with us, guys. We will be right back. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, 
the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Here are three reasons Zinn is America's number one nicotine pouch. We use food-grade ingredients. We have a wide selection of varieties, and they all come in two strengths. Find Zinn at a store near you. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. The return of Major League Baseball is the best time of year to become a VEASAN Pro subscriber. Get access to hourly pro tips, best bets from VEASAN experts, daily articles, power rankings, and expanded digital content and tools to help you become a better better. Just go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe for more information. All right, everyone, we are back at it. A new week begins. Final week of March here. Let's see if we can go out. Uh, is it in like a lion, out like a lamb, or what is it? Uh, I forget that. Maple shot, maple, what is it? Maple showers bring May flowers, or I, I, I get all my things. For April flowers bring May showers, or whatever. You guys know what I'm talking about. But anyway, I'm getting my cliches mixed up because I'm staring out the window, and it's actually like 50 degrees. And it's again, it's weird how, uh, you know, spring after a long winter, and you guys in Vegas and all these hot temperature climates, you may not uh, know what it's like, but uh, you finally get spring and the sun shining. You go outside. You don't need a coat. You get re-energized by it. So I'm getting some some energy here. Excited for a big spring. And um, we will talk some baseball here in one second. But anyway, uh, looking over the weekend, uh, one and one UFC uh, FAU was ob- obviously a huge play there as a blueprint data driven contrarian play. And then South Carolina, pretty amped that we're still alive here, minus 145 uh, to win it all with an epic bet split there. Uh, with the Lady Gamecocks. But anyway, start off the pod, three NHL plays. I got the Devils, I got Seattle, I got Florida. Kind of low numbers here, so if we can get two out of three, that would be nice. Now let's go over to the NBA. So a couple NBA plays for you. Start off with the smaller game here. Uh, one is going to be the Clippers over. Give me Clippers over here, guys. The Clippers over uh, opened at uh, 220. It's now been up to 220.5 or 221.5. So we're starting to see this thing really tick up here. And I'm seeing quite a bit of action here on this over. Uh, Number one, great uh, system play to the over. If you look at our non-conference overs this year, remember that was like a, you know, death taxes, the non-conference overs. Uh, They've fallen off a bit here. They're they're 54%. You're still uh, around 2% ROI. Uh, But if you look at a over sweet spot, that's been pretty good all season long. So non-conference game between 220 and uh, 230, take the over. 
in which the visitor did make the postseason the previous year, that's 67%, 68% to the over. 35 units won 30% return on investment there. Uh, so that's a big uh, big system play there in favor of the Bulls Clippers on it. It's also your late game, uh, so it's going to be your 10:30 game if you want to stay up late. Although tonight, uh, sadly, I will be on the uh, I'll be on the um, uh, I'll be on my iPad here watching my games because you know what tonight is? It's Bachelor. I will shall cross fine love. That's what my uh, fiance is excited to find out tonight. But anyway, I I actually think it's kind of fun to watch, even though it's pretty embarrassing. But anyway, uh, we have seen with this non-conference over system match sweet spot some money to the over five and two to the over the last seven head to head, and Chicago is four and two to the over their last six on the road. What's notable to me is that even though Paul George is out. We've still seen this thing tick up a little bit. So uh, maybe George, as great as he is, a little bit slower pace of a player and kind of dribble it and you know use the clock. Uh, I think their offense opens up a little bit when he's not on the court, even though he's a great offensive player. But uh, anyway, taking a shot on this over, uh, give me Bulls Clippers over. If you can find a 220 and a half, that's the play. But you are ticking up now to around 221 and a half. So we'll call it a 221 and a half. But let's get some points there between Chicago and the Clippers in a big non-conference over system match. Uh, next play for me, 76ers and the Nuggets. So it's a big, big matchup here for a n- number of reasons. Who knows, maybe an NBA Finals matchup. I'm hoping not because I am holding a Boston Celtics ticket uh, to win the NBA title at plus 360. Uh, that's what I, uh, one of the first tickets I bet uh, when the Encore opened in Boston. Uh, but anyway, uh, big matchup here. So a couple angles I want to hit on for this one. Number one, the line movement. So I'm going to take a shot on the Nuggets here. I'm going to go Nuggets on the money line. They're currently... Uh, minus four and a half, minus five. So I found them on the money line. Uh, I think they were minus 190. Uh, so got them below minus 200, which is kind of like my line of demarcation. I don't like to go above 200 here. Uh, if we can, you know, risk a unit, try to get a little, little more than a half unit back, fine with me. But here's the angle with Denver. Uh, number one, this is a tough spot for Philly. They're playing their third game in four days. Uh, Denver is playing just their second game in five days. So it's a big rest versus tired match in favor of the Nuggets. Uh, the Nuggets have also won three straight in four of their last five. Uh, Sixers have dropped three of their last four. So Nuggets playing well. Uh, Sixers really struggling. And then also uh, the big rest advantage. Rest first tired in favor of Denver. Uh, but also the altitude. Uh, it's really tough for new uh, or opposing teams to come into Denver and steal a win. If you're not used to the altitude, especially if you're in Philly or East Coast, you know, our uh, elevation is not quite as high, uh, you know, to say the least, compared to mile high there in Denver. Uh, but you have seen Denver, uh, again, not just the, at altitude, but you got to have good players too. Uh, but they are the um, one of the best teams in the NBA at home. They're 31-6 and six at home this year. Uh, that's actually number one in the NBA. So you got great home court. It's also a bit of a fade the trendy dog. Currently there's 48% of bets on the Nuggets, but it's taking into account 60% of the money. So it's kind of a low bets, higher dollar bet split. We've seen... Uh, the sign go all over the place because at one point it was, you know, as low as uh, like an opener of five and a half, got down to four and a half. Uh, looks like it might be creeping back up here. I'm wondering if there might be a status change on Joel Embiid. But that brings you to my other point. So anyway, I'm on Denver on the money line. I got him at minus 195. Uh, but what I like about um, or what I'm kind of hesitant about, I guess I should say, I have a lot of mixed emotions, but the MVP race. Now, I haven't given you guys an update on the MVP race in quite a while. Uh, number one, I was feeling pretty damn good about Jokic. So Jokic, uh, I got him at plus 125, plus 140, and then I bet him at the Encore at minus 120. Jokic got up to like minus 400. I'm like, okay, we're good to go here. Let's ride. But then if you guys have noticed in recent weeks here, Joel Embiid has flipped to the favorite. So this is not good news for the Jokic backers. Embiid is now minus 130 favorite to win the MVP. 
Um, Jokic is plus 140. It's kind of interesting. Maybe uh, taking a shot here on Jokic at some plus money now. Uh, but what I am noticing is, number one, um, you know, Denver did struggle a little bit. And Jokic, even though his numbers are, for any other NBA player, they're fantastic. For him, they're kind of like just average numbers. Uh, but Embiid really turned it on. The Sixers had won a bunch of games, so Embiid really closed the gap here. Uh, but Embiid's been banged up a little bit here. I think, uh, you know, as great as Embiid is, he's dealing with some issues again. I know he missed a game a little bit ago. He's questionable for tonight. You're probably going to see this line move if he's in or out, obviously. So I'm walking the tightrope a bit on this one. Uh, but um, does that kind of help us in a way? If Embiid is banged up and just Jokic continues to play and put up numbers, is there a games played stat where, you know, and, you know Jokic plays, I don't know, 75 games, Embiid plays 68 or 70, something like that. So Embiid's been really healthy, but uh, to me, I'm worried. I don't like the fact that Embiid is now the favorite. Um, to me, I think it does create a little bit of value on Jokic getting some plus money now, plus 140. I think I saw him at plus 160 at another book here. But fully admit, Embiid is now the favorite. Not good for our Jokic backers, but if Embiid is banged up and Jokic continues to plug away, do we close that gap? Is it worthwhile grabbing Jokic at some plus money right now? thinking that maybe Embiid's injury lingers. Also, you see, you've noticed Sixers, like if they get a big, I think it was the other night, I forgot who it was, maybe against Detroit or some bad team, but they pretty much benched in the second half. It's like you don't even have to play. So is he going to get, you know, kind of, uh, you know, I don't, not like, um, like just very carefully managed, I guess I should say. Uh, but anyway, maybe I'm just looking for some confirmation bias because uh, I am a little annoyed here that I got a minus 120, even a plus 140, and now we have uh, you know Embiid the favorite. So we'll see if we can have Jokic make another move. But anyway, it should be a big game if if, uh, if, if Embiid plays head-to-head against the two MVP candidates. But again, he's questionable. But I did jump on the Nuggets uh, when they were, I think, minus 5. Uh, I am seeing them creep up to 5.5. Maybe Embiid will miss this game. We'll see. Uh, but I got them at minus 190 on the money line along with Chicago over 221.5. So those are my two NBA bets. Uh, keep on cruising because baseball is right around the corner. I want to hit on uh, a couple plays here that really caught my eye in terms of futures bets. I like to have with baseball, you know, to me, I love grinding baseball all year long. Uh, if you haven't done it, you know, get excited because it's just kind of a, it's a different way. It's a different, you know, different breed of betting baseball every day. If you've done it, you know what I mean. If you haven't, it's just like the ultimate roller coaster, the ultimate marathon. But I love kind of the um, the routine and just kind of the feel of waking up and betting baseball every day. Uh, to me, there's, there's nothing like it. But anyway, I also like to have some uh, some win totals, some futures. I'm still waiting on win totals data for my buddy John Ewing. But I did get a fresh new batch of data in terms of some division odds uh, for um, uh, for the MLB. So this might be a rehash of a few of them. If you guys have already, uh, you know, played these or listened on a previous pod. And then I also have one more for you that I haven't mentioned yet. So uh, I did mention the Cleveland guardians. I bet the guardians to win the AL central uh, guardians went from plus plus one thirty to plus one twenty five. They're getting 48% of bets, 70% of the money. No other team in that division is getting more than 10 cent, uh, more than uh, 10% of money. So all the big money here is on guardians. Um, you can pretty much scratch off Tigers and Royals, you know, both plus 3,000. Um, you know, you do have the Twins plus 200 and the White Sox plus 250. I'm not going to, uh, you know, kind of uh, fall for the banana in the tailpipe with the White Sox again here. To me, you got to prove it to me. But anyway, Twins could be decent. They've made some de- some good moves. They picked up Lopez, the starting pitcher, although they traded uh, Arise, who I think won the batting title there. But to me, the Guardians are the play. Uh, and again, the way I handle these are low bets, higher dollars, line movement, uh, and then looking at some other factors like, you know, uh, win totals and uh, obviously uh, projected starting lineups, everything like that, leaning on pitching. Uh, but of course, with the Guardians, number one, 
They're led by Terry Francona, one of the best managers in Major League Baseball. Number two, I like that they picked up Josh Bell, a sneaky kind of small market team, Cleveland. You know, picking up Bell as a power hitter to protect Ramirez. Then also a great starting rotation. Um, Bieber, you know, obviously all these other guys, Tristan McKenzie, Plesak. uh, It's a pretty good rotation there. So uh, Cleveland is a low bets, higher dollars, uh, way more handled than any other team. Weak division. I like the Guardians to win this AL Central. So uh, you can get them now plus 125 at BetMGM. I'm holding a Guardians ticket uh, to win the Central. Uh, Next bet, um, mention this as well, but St. Louis. Uh, I'm on the St. Louis Cardinals to win the NL Central. They opened minus 115. Now they're minus 125. Uh, they're getting 23% of bets, but 42% of the money. No other team in that division is getting more than tw- uh, 25% of the money. Uh, you have pretty much the Reds and Pirates. You can scratch them off. Reds are 66 to 1 to win the division. Pirates are 40 to 1. Brewers are plus 160. But again, this is a team that you know has the pitching and kind of tees you every year. Uh, I'm not a big believer in the Brewers anymore. They kind of feel like White Sox-ish to me. Cubs should be more competitive. They're plus 600. Uh, they're getting 28% of bets, but only 25% of the money. Uh, so good low bets, higher dollar bet split. Cardinals, obviously, um, very fundamental team. You still have Arenado and Goldschmidt. You have really good starting rotation here. Wainwright's a million years old, but still gets it done. Uh, so I like the Cardinals in that one as a low bets, higher dollar line move. Give me the Cardinals, minus 125 to win the NL Central. And then one more for you. This is the addition. I'm going with the Houston Astros to win the AL West. I got the Astros at minus 190. I know it's a minus number. It's like, hey, how do you type your bankroll for you know six months here at a minus 190? Uh, this is one of those bets that you know by the All Star break maybe they're like minus 250. Uh, so in this division you can scratch off the A's. They're you know I think they're 250 to one. Um, you have the Angels plus 800, the Rangers plus a thousand. They've made moves obviously. Otani's great. You know uh, obviously we look at the WBC with Trout and Otani. Epic kind of just moment for baseball here. But Angels, to me, the pitching isn't there. Uh, they're just a seller-dweller type team. Don't have much faith in them. Uh, Seattle, to me, is a team I could look toward, the, toward their win total. 20% bets, 20% dollars. They're plus 300. They're going to be the closest competition to the Astros. The Astros are only getting 16% of bets, but 25% of the money. Now, a couple other teams are getting 20% of the money, but they're getting like 25% of the bets. So Astros are low bets, higher dollars. These other teams like the Angels and the Mariners are high bets and a little bit lower dollars. So uh, at minus 190, again, you f- almost feel like the Super Bowl props, it's like you know a lot of pros like the minus numbers and the no's. A lot of uh, recreational bettors want a yes and a plus money payout. But in this situation, I think the Astros minus 190 is definitely a bettable, bettable number. I did see Altuve broke his thumb, so he's going to be out a while. But they picked up Jose Abreu, which I think was a great uh, great pickup there for protection in the lineup. Still have Alvarez, Bregman, great lineup. Uh, Pena, their uh, their shortstop, Dusty Baker, uh, who uh, who has got a title under his name here uh, and is a great veteran, steady uh, steady hand at the the dugout bench. And then also great starting pitching. You know, this is a team that uh, through the rotation uh, was fantastic all last year and pretty much expect the same this year. So minus one ninety, and it's a decent number. It seems high. I think this could be minus 400 you know, by the time we get to August. So I'm on the Astros, minus 190 to win the West, as well as the St. Louis Cardinals, minus 125 to win the Central, and Cleveland, plus 125 to win the Central as well. Uh, now finishing up the pod, uh, looking toward a uh, big Final Four here. Give it a few days. I mentioned kind of handle it like a um, like an NFL week, where, again, the public's not going to bet these games You know, today, tomorrow, you know, even you know uh, Wednesday, Thursday. They're, really, the action's going to come in on Friday and Saturday. Uh, so uh, we're conscious of, you know, some some head fakes or some uh, overloaded public sides as more bets come in. But a couple that caught my eye early. One, 
Uh, we're coming full circle on the pod. FAU. We started off with FAU, an epic uh, you know, example of reverse line movement over the weekend against K-State. Well, I'm looking toward FAU and the points in this one as well, guys. FAU playing against uh, San Diego State. You actually saw uh, San Diego State open as a very short two-point favorite. And the line has either stayed at two or fallen to one and a half at some shops. So reading between the lines, uh, pretty much you're, you're seeing all liability on the FAU side, really no liability on the San Diego San Diego State side. Uh, public is split down the middle, doesn't know who to take. How do you not take FAU in the points? But then also San Diego State, you know, taking down Alabama and all these great teams. How do you not play them at such a short number? But we have seen a good system match. If you're a dog that sees the line stays the, stay the same or move in your favor, in March Madness since 2018, those teams are 84 and 64 against the spread, 57%. Ken Palm does have San Diego State winning by one point. So if we're getting a, a really the play here to me is shop around and find a plus two with Florida. Uh, but a plus two with Ken Palm as a one-point game, a little bit of an edge there. FAU, what you're banking on, though, is their offense. Uh, if I'm on a dog, I want a dog that can either keep pace or a dog that can backdoor cover. Excuse me, FAU is averaging 78 points a game versus 71 for San Diego State. Better field goal shooting, 47% versus 44%, and better three-point shooting, 37% versus 35%. Uh, we have seen a little bit of money hit this under as well as 132.5 down to 131.5. Actually, a pretty good bet split there to that under. Only 43% bets, but 66% of the money. So, again, going to wait this thing out. Uh, I don't I don't want to risk losing a good two, but I also want more clarity here as we get uh, deeper into the week. I'd love to see the public load up on San Diego State, creating more of a bet-against-the-public opportunity Six o'clock game there on Saturday. So early move toward FAU and a little movement to the under. Uh, now over to uh, Miami and Connecticut. Uh, UConn, powerhouse, man. Uh, they, they've been pretty impressive here. Uh, going back to the Kemba Walker days or the uh, Rip Hamilton days. But anyway, they opened minus five against Miami. They're up to five and a half. So we've seen early move toward UConn. Ken Palm does have UConn winning by seven. He's got him ranked number one versus Miami number 22. Uh, UConn's got the much better defense, 11th in the country versus 104 for Miami and you haven't seen really the total move at all. It's 149 and a half, but I'm looking at maybe an overplay. Uh, they're both top five and adjusted offense and the over is getting 76% of bets, but almost 85% of the money. So if we start to see this thing creep up toward 150, uh, again, it's been an epic turnaround here with totals. You had unders uh, start off 67%, uh, but you've had overs really uh, kind of claw their way back here uh, over the last uh, couple rounds of the NCAA tournament. But do we get some points in this one? Again, two great offenses. It's 149.5. If you start to see it creeped up to 150, that'll be an indication of some respected money leaning over there. But uh, as of now, move to UConn. And again, the one that really catches my eye for both games would be that FAU move. Uh, we can find that plus two. But again, we'll keep an eye out, see how it develops over the next uh, over the next week here. Uh, that about does it for today's VEASAN Market Insights Podcast, episode 794. Uh, big day here today in the arena, getting back into the groove. Uh, but reminder, if you enjoy the Market Insights pod or the Morning Bets pod or the Sharp Reports that I write or the concepts that we always talk about, have they benefited you? Are you now uh, taking advantage of dog-to-fave line moves or reverse line moves or going contrarian or looking at low bets, higher dollars betting percentages or uh, looking to uh, flat bet instead of parlay everything? If the pods or the uh, approach to betting has helped you at all, the market-driven approach, and there's then there's one thing I ask of you. Go to Amazon.com, type in... The Everything Guide to Sports Betting. Pick up a copy for you or for a friend. That's my baby. It's got everything I've learned in the industry. How lines are set. How and why they move. How to read line movement. How to locate sharp action. How to place a bet in person or online. How to shop for the best line. How to set up a bankroll management plan. All included in my book. 
the Everything Guide to Sports Betting. So if you want to pick one up, it really mean a lot to me. If you already have, thank you, thank you, and thank you again. With that being said, whether I see you at the Borgata in Atlantic City, Twin River in Rhode Island, the Brook in New Hampshire, Foxwoods or Mohegan Sun down in Connecticut, at the Encore in Boston or Plain Ridge Park Casino or the MGM Springfield, out in New York, breaking hailing records every day in the Empire State, or, of course, out in the desert where the true grinders get down, where Billy Walters sends his number runners, where the lowest juice possible is found at the South Point, or, of course, Stadium Swim with your feet in the pool uh, with the uh, pina colada in one hand and a sharp contrarian ticket in the other, sweating all night with Stormy and the crew, uh, or getting um, or getting down at the Mandalay Bay or the Superbook, wherever it may be, you're going to walk up to me. You're going to show me a Sandhagen ticket, baby, in the UFC and main event coming up bigly. Uh, you're going to show me also the best ticket of the weekend, FAU. Only 12% of bets, but they go from plus 2.5 to 1.5 against K-State. Uh, that's one that you, uh, that you print out, put up on the fridge as a blueprint play, a sharp data-driven contrarian play. But anyway, guys, enjoy the sweats. Have a fantastic Monday. I'll be on primetime bets here tonight with Tim and Sean King. Excited about that. Tomorrow, we'll be back at it with a pod. I'm also recording uh, the next episode with J.J. Redick tomorrow. We'll be talking about uh, NBA betting and title odds and futures and, and awards. I'll have to ask J.J. Uh, who's the MVP. Is it, is it Embiid? Is it the Joker? Uh, let's, see, uh, let's see if we can get uh, some good news here with the Joker. I'm getting nervous. Hopefully, uh, hopefully we see that line come back uh, to Jokic. But anyway, guys, enjoy the sweats. My parting words, as always, stay sharp, stay contrarian, bet against the public, place yourself on the side of the house, always be with the smart money, never against it. Will smart money win every time? Of course not, but it's going to win a majority of the time. Public all over K-State, line going to S- uh, FAU, that's really the angle that we always want to uh, be aware of and take advantage of. So if we can find that sweet spot, find games that fit our model against the public, with the house, with the pros, flat bet, avoid parlays, get some closing line value. If we can do that, we're going to be successful long-term, guys. So enjoy the sweats. Have a great Monday. We'll be back at it tomorrow. And as always, do not forget to tip your ticket writer. Good luck, everyone. Have a great Monday. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.